Hey, what's up, kings and queens? We are so excited to be hijacking the Kicking It With K podcast, your favorite life coach, Kayla Smith. My name is Paul Little. I have the privilege of serving as pastor teacher of Bill Mount Zion Baptist Church as well as CEO of Innovate Leadership Group. And joining me is... I'm Kamari Fuller. Um, I'm an artist that goes by the name Cam Era. I also work at Bitmount Zion as an online uh, content creator, and uh, I'm also a college student. What college? Uh, Georgia State University. Tell them what was the last GPA for last, for the freshman year? <laughs> 4.04. It's my man Kamari. does an amazing job with content creation here at our church, and we're so excited because we're taking over the Kicking It With K podcast, as I just mentioned, and we're excited because your favorite life coach has given us all access yes. to be able to have a wonderful conversation so we're really looking forward to it so today we want to have a conversation about the value of vision right the value of vision when we start thinking about our lives and all that God has in store for us and the path the trajectory that God has us on it's really important that we understand the importance of vision right definitely. you know I like to say Kamari that there are two types of people in the world there are people who live their lives number one by default mm-hmm. and some by design right so there are people who live by default which means they wake up every day they wander through life there's no plan there's right. no structure there's no vision they're just kind of floating through life but then there are people who live by design in the sense that they recognize that God has a, speci- a specific strategic plan for their lives. Right. So what are your thoughts when you start thinking about vision, the importance of having a vision and the role that it plays uh, in our everyday living? Uh, well, for me, it's just uh, being in tune with one God and yeah. also yourself. I think that Absolutely. those are the two most important things when we start talking about uh, having a vision for our yeah. lives. Yeah. Um, because if you if you're a person of faith and you have a relationship with God, then you want to make sure that you're walking in the purpose that He has for your life. Absolutely. Um, and then the other thing is, if you don't know yourself, yeah. then how are you going to be able to do something that fulfills you? Um, and that's going to, you know, reflect in the type of work that you do. Yes. Uh, it's going to reflect in all aspects of your life, mental yeah. health, Absolutely. physical health, Absolutely. Um, everything. So really, I think that those are the two most important things. Yeah. So being in tune with God and being in tune with myself right. puts me on the pathway to understanding my vision. Right. So let's let's define vision okay. for those who are viewing. So I like to personally define vision as a clear picture of a specific destination. Right. That's how I define it. When I think about a vision, I think about here is the end goal, the end destination for my life. Right. Here is where I am right now. Here is where God would have me to be. Mm-hmm. And this journey towards this vision, that's my life's purpose. It's, it's an everyday step-by-step journey right. that allows me to move from where I am to where God would have me to be. When we start thinking about vision, one of the things I think that's very significant is recognizing sort of a twofold approach mm-hmm. to the value of vision. Okay. So number one, I'll say this, and I want to get your thoughts on this because I believe that number one, a vision from God will guide us. Right. It guides us. It gives us direction as it relates to every aspect of our lives, as right. you just mentioned. And it gives us a sense of uh, direction, a sense of discernment and wisdom as we're making decisions. Mm-hmm. So basically, my God-given vision really shapes every part of my life. Right. It shows me who I need to be in relationship with, mm-hmm. who I do not need to be in relationship with, the time, the energy, the relationships, the the jobs that I invest my energy in. Right. All of that should be shaped by my vision. So a vision, it really does guide me. 
What do you see in terms of vision and how it can help us to, you know, have a sense of direction about our lives? Because if we'll be honest, we've all been confused about certain aspects right. of our lives. I'm sure there are people who are watching this that we've had those moments where we were unsure of ourselves. We didn't know if we should go to this school or that right. school, take this job or that job. So how have you navigated sort of this vision challenge and then getting to a place of being in tune with God and yourself and right. understanding, you know, the the necessity of being guided towards that particular purpose? Uh, well, one thing I want to say before that is visions can change. Yes. Uh, they, they can definitely yeah. change. So you have to be uh, adaptable. That's good. Um, but for me, it's a lot of, uh, it's praying. So, yeah. of course, getting making sure I have that strong connection with God. Absolutely. And just being able to discern if it's me speaking to myself and trying mm. to you know say certain things. <laughs> yeah. Or if it is God telling me, hey, this is this is the path that I have for you. Right. Um, and then there's another thing. Uh, for me, it's uh, knowing Okay, there's things that I can control. Yep. Those are the things that I need to work on. Everything else that I can't control, that's out of my hands. Wow. Those are the things that I need to trust God to work on. Absolutely. So especially, you know, believing in God and just knowing that if it like trust is it's kind of like this two-way thing. Mm-hmm. So I not only have to trust that he's going to handle the things that um, I can't personally do myself, yeah. but it's trusting that he's blessed me with everything, the knowledge, the wisdom, yeah. the drive, the yeah. ambition yeah. to actually do the work that I need to put in Absolutely. as well. And I think that that is an extremely important thing in trying to navigate, um, you know, what the vision is for your life. Yeah. Um, and there's vision in all aspects of your life, yes. whether it's a, a health journey, uh, a job, yeah. um, a dream, a passion, right? just different goals. You have to have vision. So there's vision on a small scale and then there's vision on a large scale. And right. I think even when you look at it on a larger scale, we still have to we still have to look at those small pieces to make yeah. to make up yeah. the big picture. I think that's really powerful because let's be honest that when God shows us the big picture. Right. The vision, he does not show us the details right. of how we're going to get to that place, uh-huh. which is why the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. Right. If God showed us, Kamari, everything that we would have to endure, all of the battles, all of the different situations we would face to get to that point, right. we would quit before we got started. Oh, yeah. Right. So it really is a faith journey. And I love what you said, that depending on the se- the season, the vision could change. Right. So it's really important that I stay in tune with God and myself to recognize when a season is up in my life when I need to start shifting towards another vision. I think that's really, really powerful. So number one, we say that a vision will guide us. But here's the other thing. A vision will also guard us. Hmm. I think this is important. Uh, This is important because it speaks to the power of focus. Right. And you cannot be an effective, fruitful, successful person without having focus. That's true. Right. It helps me to eliminate all of the distractions, Mm -hmm. all of the various things that will come my way. Because let's be honest, when you're gifted at something, there's going to be the temptation to do more things as you continue to find your gifts. Right. Right. So if I have a gift to communicate, a gift to write, in your case, you know, you have a speaking gift, you rap, you Mm -hmm. do poetry, you, you, you know, you write music. So if we're not careful, we'll have this temptation to do all of those things. And that's great if it fits into the grand scheme of things as it relates to my vision. But if those things are outside of my vision, Mm -hmm. if some of those things that I may have a passion for are outside of God's vision, I could be spending 
time, energy, and effort on something that's really not going to give me a, a big return. Right. Right. So how do you stay, you know, focused? Like what, what are some of the things you do in terms of goal setting to keep your eyes on the specific vision for that particular season? Uh, one thing I really, uh, like to do is, um, like manifesting. So yeah. if I don't believe that I can accomplish, you know, what I'm doing, then what's the point of trying to put in the work wow. anyways? Wow. Um, you know, the mind is a powerful thing. Yeah. So, you know, what, are, what we actually think actually mm-hmm. often, uh, helps to, you know, determine what the outcome will be. Absolutely. Um, so if I don't have a positive outlook or a positive mindset about the things that I want to accomplish and I actually believe that I can accomplish them, that's right. Then, you know, they're not going to get done. Right. So I think that that is the first step, um, in trying to stay focused. Uh, one thing that I've been doing, um, is just using my phone. So after I wake up and I pray, um, I always try to record mm-hmm. um, a video of me saying my goals. So for me, I say, um, I'm going to be a successful artist. Um, you know, and that, and I say that, you know, that that's going to happen yeah. every morning I yeah. wake up, I say that, and it, I've, it's almost kind of turned into a journal as yeah. well, where yeah. I just kind of yeah. talk about how like a I'm visual feeling. journal, right. Yeah. How I'm feeling the different things that I might want to do in a day. Um, like the other day I had been kind of feeling creatively drained. Okay. So I, I said that in my journal and yeah. like, or the yeah. video thing, I was like, I was creatively drained, but it, it has helped me kind of to recognize uh, being sustainable. So like yeah, when we talk about yeah. focus, I think a, a large part of that is focusing on the sustainability aspect yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, because you can work really hard, but if you burn yourself out, then you're not right. going to reach, you know, you know, you're not going right. to reach your destination. Absolutely right. Um, so that has really helped me. Um, but planning stuff out. So uh, for instance, when I drop a song, I always try to make a plan Okay. Of, you know, what are the things that I'm going to do leading up to the song? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the videos that I want to create? Right. What are the different things that I that I want to put out there to let people know about the song or that type of thing? Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of the way that I try to stay focused, because if I have a specific plan, then I know I'm going to do this, this and that. Mm-hmm. And if I think of something else and it could fit, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. maybe we'll go there. But it's like if I have the specific plan, then all of the other possibilities, because there's an infinite amount of things Absolutely. that I could do. Absolutely. Right. But I'm going to stay focused on maybe the three things that I sit. Mm-hmm. And that means that I, I'll, I know that I can put all of my work into those three things wow. and I'm going to be able to do those three things. Great. As opposed to trying to do 10, 10 things, things right. on a mediocre <laughs> level. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's really powerful. And let's go back to something that you mentioned, because I talk a lot about sustainability, right. not just from an organizational standpoint, but personally as well. Mm-hmm. So when we think about sustainability, it's this idea that when I start something, it can scale and grow. Mm-hmm. Now, let's be honest. When you start thinking about entrepreneurship, business, we have people that we know, and there are people you know in different communities. Specifically, right. in our community, it's stated uh, from a stati- uh, statistical matter that African American people start more businesses than any other culture. Right. But we also go out of business faster than any other culture right. as well. So that means that we don't have a problem starting; we have a problem continuing. Mm, so right. one, that's a sustainability issue, right. right? So if I can start it and not sustain it, mm-hmm. then that means that the manner in which I start something must be constantly. Uh, improved and constantly worked on so that I don't burn out personally or from a business standpoint or whatever my vocation is. So let's talk a little bit about daily habits. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're talking about this idea of speaking your your dreams and your goals and your visions, let's talk about what that does for us 
in the sustainability process and how sometimes we have, let's be, be honest when we say this sometimes our greatest enemy is ourselves oh, yeah. and sometimes our greatest cheerleader is ourselves right so now let's talk a little bit about how you do this uh, this daily routine and how we can encourage the viewers to incorporate that into their daily habits as we're thinking about sustaining our vision right so um, the recording in the morning and just, or really actually any part of the day, if I may, if I may forget. Yeah. So one thing, since it's something that I just started and I, I saw a video, it was like a Ted talk about, okay. uh, starting, uh, building habits. Yeah. And it was talking about the way that you do that is in small increments. Don't try to go for the whole big thing. At right. First. Right. You want to start small, start small yeah. um, to build those habits. So when we're talking about building habits, if you want to maybe make a journal mm-hmm. or start manifesting, uh, by way of writing or videoing or anything like that, or even if you're on a health journey working out, and those are the different things that we want to focus on, start small. So one thing that they said is uh, if you want to if you want to run a mile yeah. every day, yeah. don't try to run the mile yeah. in the yeah. first day, That's right? right. Um, you can build on that and you mm-hmm. can start the maybe the first step is you getting home from work and getting your running shoes. So you may not even step outside that day to go run, Mm -hmm. but you get those running shoes Mm -hmm. and you just, you just put them by the door maybe. Okay. Then the next day you build up, you, you get your running shoes. Maybe you Mm -hmm. put them on this time, open the door, take a step outside. And each day you just continue to build up from that. Um, it's going to help you to stay focused on that, but Mm -hmm. also to not get discouraged. And one thing that I really liked that they said in the video was that oftentimes, when you go to do these smaller tasks, your motivation to yeah, do, yeah. you know, bigger pieces yeah, of it actually right. starts it to increases, come. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I really think that that is a big thing. If we're talking about sustainability, start small. Um, and then I think that that's a good segue to say, don't spread yourself too thin. That's right. Uh, you were talking about businesses, a lot of black owned businesses. We start the most businesses, mm-hmm. but then we also uh, go out of business the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't personally know the reason for that, but I know a couple reasons that I would, you know, possibly fail in in that sense of I like to do I have a lot of interest yeah and I have to be careful yeah. to not try yeah. to do so many different yeah. things I'm into music I'm into technology I'm very creative and when you're creative there's so many different things you absolutely. Can do. absolutely I love videography I love you know cinematography all of these different things and I I have to make sure that I'm staying focused I also love playing games and that's yeah. something that I've that I've had to stop doing yeah. uh you know to increase your productivity right to, right, to yeah. increase my yeah. Productivity yeah. because I don't want to spread myself too thin, yeah. work too hard. Like we talked about, if you spread yourself too thin, you're doing too many different things. Yeah. Your work is often becomes mediocre. Absolutely. Or you you get exhausted and you just don't want anything to do with Absolutely. it anymore. You may even kind of lose the the passion for it mm-hmm. when you're spreading yourself too thin, doing too many different things. And from an entrepreneurial standpoint, uh like let's say someone's doing a bakery you don't want to necessarily start out having a hundred different yeah, yeah, you know 100 different cookies right right yeah. you you want to start out with maybe even one right um, right I think uh, it was five guys mm-hmm. um, and they started out with like just the burger the and they, basic, their yeah. menu is still just, yeah. you know, the burger yeah. is very simple. Yeah. It's a very simple thing. They started out with one thing and they focused on that one thing, mm-hmm. made sure that they yeah. did it good. And then as they grew, they said, OK, you know, we can bring in this other thing. Mm-hmm. We can bring in the next thing. Um, so I think that that is definitely a big 
a big thing that you have to that you have to focus on is not spreading yourself too thin, knowing what you do good. And, and just focusing on that one aspect. Absolutely. You said a lot in, in, in that short period of time. The TED Talk that you're uh, mentioning is from a book called Atomic Habits. Okay. James Clear, wow. that, that particular. I read that book last year. One of the things he talked about is the importance of the importance of us building those habits right. and building momentum. Right. So the shoe illustration of me identifying the shoe one day right. and then putting on the shoe next day and then continuing this process of developing that habit, right. it really helps us to gain momentum. Mm-hmm. Right, which is a key word when we start talking about success. Definitely, you have to start somewhere. Right, I'm, I'm consulting with about four or five different you know churches and mm-hmm. also businesses as well. And I have this young lady that I'm working with who has an amazing idea that right. she's had on paper on paper for about a year and a half. Wow! At some point, you have to translate it from paper right. into reality. You have to start. Right, and those habits that we that we develop over time really helps us to understand the importance of building momentum mm-hmm. because it increases. Is our our passion for the thing that we're believing right. that we're going to strive for? Now, you also said the importance of us understanding what we do well mm-hmm. and, and focusing on those things. I share your your problem in that I have a lot of interest, right. and if we're not careful, we can sp- spread ourselves too thin, and we end up not doing those things well because right. we are you know putting our energy all over the mm-hmm. place. If everything is important. Nothing is important. Right. Okay. So that's that's important for (laughs) us to hear. If everything is important, nothing is important. Successful people have narrow visions, Mm -hmm. but broad perspectives. Right. Right. So if I do uh, two things well, I need to master those two things and kill it every time. Mm -hmm. I don't need to master 40 things to be successful. Right. Because the people that we know that are successful don't do 40 things well. (laughs) They do one or two things well. Exactly. When we think about Serena Williams, we don't think about five different things. We think about Mm -hmm. one thing. When we think about Michael Jordan or LeBron or Kobe, we think about one or two things, right? Steve Jobs, right? So successful, you know, legendary people who've accomplished great things in this world from, from, from a secular standpoint, point, they understand the importance of mastering, you know, one or two things, Mm -hmm. sticking with it, and then expanding those things. So let me show you what that looks like. If I'm a communicator, if I speak, that's the one thing I do well. But I can also take that communication gift and translate it into podcasts, Mm -hmm. translate it into online content, content via Zoom. Translate it into books, translate it into motivational speaking. So the overall umbrella is still communication, but I have different avenues by which I communicate. Right. That's different from me having five or six different things that I'm interested in. Right. When I just have one thing that I'm interested in, but I have a different I have different avenues of how it, it you know how I carry it out. Right. And I think that's important for our visionaries who are watching this to understand that you have to do a self analysis and do inventory of who you are and what you do well. You have to know what makes you tick, what what keeps you up at night right. and what makes you get up in the morning. Right. That's the vision, that's the passion, that's the purpose that God has put on the inside of you. And oftentimes Let's say this, Gamari, that oftentimes the thing that frustrates you is the thing that you're called to fix. Right. You know, the thing that you have a discontent about oftentimes is the thing that God has assigned for you to be a part of the, you know, being the solution for. So how do you how do you look at uh, from the perspective of the music and the technology? 
how do you see yourself solving problems, if you will? Because I think right. every visionary, every person is called to solve a problem. Right. What do you think in terms of the music, uh, the tech space, the various gifts that you have, and how you're pulling those gifts together under this one roof, right? right? Kamari Fuller, the, the Instagram artist, you know, the tech guru, the genius, the online content creator. Right. How do you see yourself contributing to the world as it relates to the gifts that God has given right. you? Well, the the you know thing that you just said about often the thing that you're frustrated about is yeah. the thing that you're called to fix. Yeah. Um, when I was first starting music and and still now, sometimes I get very frustrated about um, the subject matter. Yeah. Uh, of of music, especially in hip hop. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so that was a thing that that really really frustrated me in the beginning. Is I was like, wow, you know, there's mm-hmm. all these negative messages, you know, people, you know, spewing out negativity, even, you know, lying in their raps, you know, making a false life, you know. Right. And for me, when I do music, you know, it's like I want to put my truth into the music and also want to encourage, inspire, you know, help people have music that's positive to help people to go pursue their dreams, you know, pursue their passions, um, to teach them. I, like I said, I talk about my spirit, my spiritual journey in music a lot of the times, Mm -hmm. um, and just all, all different aspects of my life. But one thing that remains the same, no matter what I'm talking about in my music is I try to make sure that it's positive and that the way that it affects the listener won't be in a negative way, but rather a positive way. That's great. And so in the music aspect, that's what I think, uh, a, a problem that I'm, you know, trying to solve is, you know, having being a being a positive person in that in that space instead of being another negative artist. I mean, it's flooded with so much negativity. So can God use me to be light in the midst of all of that darkness? I really think that whether you are an online creator, Mm -hmm. a rapper, a a janitor, a teacher, I think at the core, that's what God has called all of us to do. You know, we are light in the midst of darkness. And once we have that relationship with God that you talked about earlier, it pushes us to this place of recognizing that we don't exist for ourselves. Exactly. We exist to share our gifts, our talents, our influence, our resources with the rest of the world, right? right? To positively impact people for the good of humanity and ultimately to the glory of God. You know, I think this is really powerful. And I want to say to all of our viewers who are watching and those who are listening to make sure that you tap into, you know, that relationship that you have with God, if you have that relationship and and making sure you understand that you are here for a greater purpose. We're not just here to exist. We're not just here taking up space. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose and we want you to tap into that purpose so that you can not only live to see yourself be this, uh, this successful individual, but that you can use your life, your skills, your gifts, and your talents in order to benefit somebody else. Hey, we appreciate Kayla Smith for letting us hijack the podcast. we got to do this again soon. And y'all got to come back with us, but stay tuned. Make sure you check out next week's episode, Kicking It With Kay, your favorite life coach, Kings and Queens. Have a great day. It's been a blessing.